The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. To another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Wednesday, May 22nd edition. We got a 10 gamer on tap for you today. There's a four game early slate. We will break that all down in the Quant Edge member Discord. If you're looking to be a, uh, a member over there, try the five day trial for five bucks. Get the all sports first month, which includes your NBA playoff action for $19.99, or just join us the MLB season pass for $25 off by using promo code Bubba. It's a great tool over there. If you're just looking for some free, Friendly conversation with a lot of different sports chat. Talked about the fantasy, fantasy sports degens.com, fantasy sports degens, fantasy degens Slack chat is alive and popping. I'll mention some of uh, Mike Tuck and Robert Riggs uh, sheets for the day. They're updated before the podcast, so I'll give you some info on those and kind of give you the top values they're looking at. The sheet is still a work in progress, but it's very, very awesome. They got a pitching sheet coming up pretty soon that uh, can help you you pick your poisons and find some values throughout the day. So good stuff there. We'll mention that towards the end of the pod, kind of what it's looking at at this point in time. Uh, and I recommend coming into the chat because Mike had a good talk there uh, yesterday explaining what the values and everything and projected points look like. It's more of a, not more of a matchup basis, but more of a DraftKings scoring basis, if that makes sense. It, it really makes a lot of sense when he describes it, and he does a lot better job of it than I do. Uh, in that same chat, I know I'm going to go on for a little while here, but I want to promote... The great stuff we're doing over there is uh, our boy MS Squared has really taken over the soccer chat. He's really good, loves the soccer. There's a bunch of guys in there that love soccer. So uh, they've been playing the DFS quite a bit in there. Uh, we have a bunch of new guys up in the NASCAR chat. They, uh, I saw a stat sheet in there yesterday. They're going to have their rankings for the upcoming race. There's a lot going on over there. And plus many other sports. You know, basketball is always kicking when it's going. you got NFL coming up pretty soon. There's a, uh, a, a lot, a lot uh, to like when it comes to... That Slack chat. But if you want the member Discord with all the uh, the writers available to you, whatever you need, go over to thequantedge.com. All right, we got a 10-gamer on tap tonight. Let's check out the totals on this slate. Rockies at Pirates, 8.5. Yankees-Orioles, 10. Red Sox-Blue Jays, 9.5. Dodgers-Rays waiting on that one as they will have an opener going there. Marlins-Tigers, 8.5. Nats-Mets, 6.5. Scherzer versus DeGrom. That is what you dream of when you want a pitching matchup. Wow. 
Phillies, Cubs, waiting on the weather. Typical stuff there. White Sox, Astros, 8.5. Twins, Angels, 9.5. The Twins just continue to crush baseballs. Eight more runs last night. Braves, Giants, 7.5. So you got some high totals. You got three at 9.5 or more. The Chicago one should be high as well because the wind is blowing out to left field at 14 miles an hour. And you got two lefties on the bump. So you're going to see some righty heavy lineups and the ball should be flying. And I, I apologize. It's either Waveland Avenue or Sheffield Street, I believe. One of the two. I think it's Waveland in left field. Could be totally wrong. I, play, I, I spent a great weekend in Wrigley. It was awesome seeing the ballpark. But for those that spend weekends in Wrigley, things can get hazy at times. So, yes, it was a great time there. That was... Psh, Seven, eight years ago, I'd love to go back. That place is everything a baseball fan dreams of and more. But all right, enough of that. You came here for DFS content. Ten game, early slate. Let's get it on. Pitching on this slate, there's four guys over 10K. There's three we're targeting. The first is Garrett Cole at $12,000 at home against the Chicago White Sox. We talked about JV yesterday. He had a high price tag, but it is the White Sox. And JV has that 30-plus point upside at all times. He was absolutely Filthy, near no-no going until Abreu broke it up with a ding-dong. Oh, yeah, we talked about that quite a bit as well. But you got a guy like Garrett Cole, you know, 21, 37, 24, 39, 28. He had a hiccup at Texas. But then 33, Yankees got to him a bit. 21, 28. So for the most part, 21 or more points. He's got 30-point upside. His strikeout rate is through the roof, as you would expect with a guy like Garrett Cole. Uh, He's got his own 35.5% K rate, 37% ground ball rate. And the White Sox strike out 26% of the time. They have a team total of 2.4, lowest on the slate. So similar to last night with JV, if you can pay for Cole, he is your cash game guy. He's got tremendous GPP upset, but he is your cash game arm if you can pay for him. Uh, You can always pay down at pitching if you so choose. I do that quite a bit. Like Herman Marquez was just as good as Verlander last night. I'm not sure we have that on the slate. We'll get through more guys in a minute, but Cole stands alone up top on this one. Jacob DeGrom, 10-5. At home against the Washington Nationals, DeGrom coming off a very, very ugly start his last time out against all teams, the Marlins. Five innings, six earned, three Ks, minus .2 points for Jacob DeGrom. But prior to that, 30, 23, 24. He had a couple hiccups prior to that as well. So he's had a really rocky year, a 3980 ERA for, for DeGrom. But at home against the Washington Nationals, I think he'll be really low at home compared to normal for him for the fact that he kind of had that hiccup last time. He's kind of had a few hiccups. And people like the Nationals, but they do strike out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. You got a 32% K rate for DeGrom on the season and a 45% ground ball rate. When you look at the Nats, they have a 3.15 team total, second lowest on the slate. Lefties 292, righties 270. When you look at the Nats, 296 Woba, 146 ISO versus right-handed pitching. They're starting to get healthy now. Saw that last night. Trey Turner had a big night. Soto went deep. They're starting to get healthy now, so those numbers will improve. But as a whole, they've struggled so far to start the year. So DeGrom at 10-5. Very intriguing GPP play in a pitcher's duel in New York. Lastly, Rich Hill at 10-2. This might be the best boom for your buck in the 10K and above. Like Garrett Cole's great, but Rich Hill has tremendous, tremendous upside uh, in this matchup. Coming off a, a six-inning, two-hit, no-earned 10K performance at Cincinnati. It was only his uh, third start since coming... Or, Fourth start of the season, and you've seen him kind of ramp up to this the whole way. He threw only 84 pitches, though. He hasn't gone over. He's on 85, 85, 96, 84. So he's not going deep into games. It's one thing that bugs me about paying 10200 for a pitcher. But the upside is definitely there. When you look at Rich Hill, on the season, the Rays are striking out almost 30% of the time versus left-handed pitching. There's a lot of swing and miss in that lineup versus lefties. You saw Clayton Kershaw phenomenal last night. Almost almost got through seven 
His seventh inning got a little little rough. They, they took him out, but he pitched great against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Rich Hall's a 27.5% K rate of his own, a 40% ground ball rate. And when you look at Tampa Bay, we're waiting on their team total. But lefties 212, righties 288 versus Hill. And Tampa Bay, a 301 Woba, it's not even average. Then a 139 ISO, definitely below average. So Rich Hill could be, Rich Hill and Jacob DeGrom could be some nice cheaper contrarian looks here because I think people want Garrett Cole. Everyone always wants Max Scherzer. I'd rather go all the way up to Garrett Cole or I'd come down to DeGrom or Hill if I'm paying up. So the way I have it ranked down is I got Cole 1, Hill 2, DeGrom 3. Now when you drop down, it's a little rough. I'm not going to play Cole Hamels at home with the wind blowing out. You can if you want. Philly's going to blow up one of these days, so be careful there. You can go to John Gray. I just don't feel like paying 9200 bucks. Pittsburgh is horrible. So if you're looking for something to be a little different as the day changes, this could change my opinion as well, especially when we see ownership and whatnot. But Gray's just been bad. Like It's been really bad. Um, you know, A 4 ERA at home, a 5.09 ERA on the road. He just really hasn't had it. So paying 92 is tough, but it is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, you got to kind of take that into consideration, of course, striking out 21% of the time versus righties. Um, they have a team total of 4.16. They have a 302 Wilbur and a 150 ISO versus righties. Nothing crazy. But on the season, lefties are hitting 360, righties 335 versus Gray. So keep an eye on their lineup when it comes out. John Gray at 92 could come into play later in the day. Just at this point in time, at, at this first look, he's not there for me. Dropping below 9K, there's a few guys I do like here. Martin Perez, always a fan of him. He's 8700 bucks, uh, coming in off a great start against Seattle. He's been a monster. 25 or more in three of his last four, 20 or more in four of his last five, 15 or 16 or more in five straight. He's giving you great starts, pretty good floor so far. The only caveat I will mention is when you're facing the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the crappy part is they don't strike out a lot. 16% K rate versus lefties, and you know you got Martin Perez. His 17% K rate isn't great either. It's been better of late, but he does get a 48% ground ball rate. He's going to keep the ball in the yard for the most part. Uh, lefties 323, righties 270. The Angels have a 4.7 team total. That surprises me a bit. Martin Perez still getting no respect. In the um, the line maker world, they just, this happens every time we talk about Martin Perez. No respect at all. And, you know, he's going to have his blowups from time to time. That's going to happen. It's Martin Perez. But the Martin Perez we're seeing this year is different than years past. That is a given. People can't argue that one. And when you look at the Angels, they have a 285 Woba and a 147 ISO versus left-handed pitching. They struggle tremendously versus left-handed pitching. So I like Martin Perez. Maybe more cash than GPP because of the strikeout disadvantage. At the same time, there is upside there that if he, you know, runs into five or six Ks, he can put together a 20-plus point outing at 8700 bucks and get it done for you. Plus, he's facing Matt Harvey. So the Twins should be able to score some runs and maybe get him the W for that bonus as well. And in FanDuel, when you look at the quality starts, Martin Perez has been a quality start machine. So 8700 bucks, don't mind him at all. But for 200 cheaper, you can go to Max Freed against the Giants in San Francisco. That is a really, really strong look here. You got Freed. Uh, he's been better at home, 208 ERA at home compared to 405 on the road, but facing the Giants is a different animal. He has faced Milwaukee, six shutout innings, five Ks for 25 points at Arizona, five innings, three earned, seven Ks. He's um, not going deep in games. He's, he was earlier, he had 101 against Cleveland, but it's usually 90, 90 to 100 pitches. I guess he is kind of going deep. He can get there here and there. He's getting you 15 to 20 points on almost all starts, but he's shown 25-plus point upside, which I like with Freed here. At this price point, especially going up against a Giants team that strikes out over 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching, he's got a 23% K rate of his own. When you look at the Giants, 3.45 team total, lefties 265, righties 297 versus Freed, 
And the Giants are one of the worst in baseball against left-handed pitching. 267 Woba, 116 ISO. It's been really, really bad when you break it on down with the Giants versus left-handed pitching. And their lineups that they keep sending out are just... Every day I'm just sitting there going, God, can we just go back to like 2010 or 12? That'd be that'd be outstanding. But I know it's going to be a rebuild. I'm not one of those fans that hates it. I understand what we're doing. Walk-off win last night was fun. That's just the way it goes. I'm not expecting miracles for the next couple of years. But uh, Max Freed at 85, really good spot here against the Giants. You know, if you're doing a, if you want to punt pitching, this is a good way to start things off. If you don't want to pay up tops, Freed's in a great spot here at 85. Uh, Rick Porcello, 8200 bucks at the Toronto Blue Jays. I like this one quite a bit as well. Porcello can be very, very stressful. Very, very stressful. He's much better at home with 3-4-1 ERA compared to 7-11 on the road. He has not faced Toronto yet this season. But what he does do, even when he's stressful, he gets you points because he gets you strikeouts. He's got 14, 17, 20, 35, 17, 14. So a 14-point floor in six of his last you know six starts. And to get some very good offenses, he's done that against. It's stressful. He's going to go up runs. He's going to go up some home runs. If you want to stack Toronto, it is in play. But they also strike out over 25% of the time, almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Barcelo, 23% K rate, 43% ground ball rate. Like I said, he'll give some up, but at the same time, he's going to keep you in games. Um, lefties do it 349, righties 308 versus Barcelo. But a 288 Woba and a 161 ISO is nothing to get too scared about with Toronto. Like yesterday, Rowdy Telez decides to finally you know break through and go double-dong on us. But uh, Porcello, it's not going to be for the faint of heart. But at 8200 bucks, definite upside in that matchup <clears throat> versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, in this 8K range, I got Max Freed 1, Porcello 2, Martin Perez 3. Let's talk some punts on this slate. We got a couple for you here. First off will be... Did they take him off the list since I took my notes last night? They did. Give me one second here, people. Who's They don't have a pitcher for Pittsburgh now. That is outstanding. Um, oh, they have an opener. Oh, that just changed everything. Sorry about this. I took my notes last night. I was all excited to see some Nick Kingham action out there. And now we got uh, Dupro will start as the opener. We'll have to keep an eye on who comes in after that. I was hoping it was Nick Kingham. I was all about playing Nick Kingham at uh, 6600 bucks against Colorado. That can be uh, one to keep in mind if it does happen. And again, this is where the chats come into play. But if you're not playing him, the only other punt I don't mind is Jose Urania at 6200 bucks. I get laughed at every time I want to play Urania. But what he does, he puts a usually a floor out there. He's given up one earned in each of his last two starts, Tampa Bay and at the Cubs. 10.7, 15. Got beat up against Atlanta, but then... 15-6, 15-5, 23-6 in his three previous starts. It's not sexy with Jose Urania. Sometimes the strikeouts aren't there. That's why he only got 10 points his last time out. But he's 6,200 bucks. He's facing the Detroit Tigers team that strikes out over 26% of the time. Urania, 17% K rate, 50% ground ball rate. Gives up a lot of hard contact, but he keeps you in ball games. Quality starts are there for Urania. Uh, Detroit team with a 4.14 totals. Lefty, 346. Righty's 311. And you look at that Detroit offense, 274 Woba, 138 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So it's not sexy by any means, but Jose Urania at 6200 bucks is a guy I can definitely get behind. I've mentioned him a lot because he's always cheap and he's always puntable. And he's got, he has that upside, that boomer bust upside you want from a punt. He can get blown up, but I've seen him get 25 to 30 points on a given day, especially in matchups like this where he can strike guys out. All I want, I would love like 15 plus points from Urania. I'd be over the moon 
Like you can put Urania with like Max Freed, get all the bats you want. I'm not saying that's the way to go right now, but that is a hell of an option that I'm going to play with later to try to punt pitching and get those bats. But that's where I'm at on that one. All right, recapping your pitching up top: Garrett Cole, Rich Hill, Jacob Degrom. In the middle, Max Freed, Rick Porcello, Martin Perez. Down below, Jose Urania. Keep an eye on John Gray. Keep an eye on who's coming in after the opener for the Buckos. Bats on this slate. Gary Sanchez up to 5500 bucks, and he's in play. Like I said recently, doubled on two days ago, went deep yesterday. He's got that ability to go YOLO on any slate. And you got Dan Straley tonight who, you know, he might be the best of the three pitchers they've seen this series, but it's still not great. 5.8 team total for the uh, Yankees. Lefties 405, righties 396. So pray for Dan Straley. It could be an ugly one. They have the second highest total on the slate behind the Houston Astros at 6.1. Uh, Wilson Contreras versus Irvin. I don't mind this at all. 51. This, Irvin's gonna. He's in for a rough one. I'm just going to flat out say it. Cole Irvin, he's a youngster. This will be his third start. Prospect guy. Doesn't throw hard. He has to mix his pitches up. If he's not mixing well and that wind's blowing out to the left at about 15 miles an hour, it's going to be a rough one for Irvin. So Wilson Contreras at 51 in play. When you go on down the list a little more, though, like a Jason Castro at 41 versus Matt Harvey. Don't hate that at all. You can definitely get to Matt Harvey. The Twins are a great play again tonight. 4.8 team total. Lefties 434. Righties 321 versus Matt Harvey. So the, the the Twins, I said it in both chats yesterday that everyone's like, oh, their, their total is dropping again. I said, yeah, I know. There's a lot of weird totals dropping. That's for one was strange. You can't always trust the totals. They're good tools. They're not the end-all be-all. What I liked about the Twins is they let everyone down the night before. They were going to bounce back. This, this offense is filthy. And I like him again tonight against uh, Harvey. Uh, Jonathan Lucoy versus Martin Perez. If you don't trust Perez, you can go that direction. But uh, Jose Alfaro, 3700 bucks After Castro, Alfaro is one I like at 3700 When you're looking at the fish, um, lefty's 395 righty's 325 versus Daniel Norris. Norris started to get hit around his last start. Finally, Jose Alfaro at 37 Definitely in play for you tonight. Um, I forgot to mention at pitching, another guy that might come into play later is CC Sabathia at 7,400. This Baltimore offense is, is kicking into gear a little bit, but Sabathia, he's been able to get it done fi- like 15, 7, 15, 14. So if you need a cheaper option at 74, he's not the worst. He's not the best, but he's not the worst if you need to go there. But back to catching um, after Alfaro. It gets interesting here at catchers. Like Buster Posey versus Freed at 35. If you want to go there, you could. Not in love with that play at all, but it's there. There's not a ton I like down here, but uh, check lineups. See what comes out. Maybe we'll get a a value play after Alfaro and Posey. But it's like Gary, Wilson, Castro, Alfaro. It's kind of where I'm at at catchers at this point in time. First base, you got Belly Bombs at 5,800 bucks against Stanek. And then looks like Chirinos. So he's always in play there. Josh Bell, a very interesting play there against Gray. I love Bell on the road, obviously, but Bell's hitting everything, so keep him in mind. But the farther down you go, like a, a Freeman against Samarja is worth the look. But Trey Mancini crushing baseball, fifty one hundred bucks for Sabathia. First base outfield eligible. Lefty's two eighty eight, righty's three thirty one off CC. So our boy Trey Boo Boo could be a nice GPP play at fifty one hundred because people aren't going to want to pay that price with everything else that's going on. Uh, Anthony Rizzo at five K versus Irvin's very very much in play in the GPP. Rizzo hits lefties just fine. People don't always pay attention to that. He hits them just fine. And, you know, through the first two starts, obviously a small sample, lefties are actually hitting Irvin better than righties. So Anthony Rizzo at 5K could be a nice low-owned play as he continues to be red hot uh, at, at the plate. Mitchie Forbags, 
He went deep yesterday. He's 4900 bucks for Sanchez. That could be in play. The Red Sox have a 5.1 total. Lefty's 357, righty's 379 versus Aaron Sanchez. Keep an eye on Mitchie Fourbags. The farther down you look, though, like a CJ Cron could be in play at 47. I'd probably go up to Moreland at 49, but, you know, anybody versus Matt Harvey is worth a look, especially in a stack. I just usually target Cron versus uh, lefties over righties, but in a stack, I don't hate it. Um, farther down you go, like a Reese Hoskins at 41, a GPP only versus Hamels is in play at that price point. Uh, Steve Wilkerson against Sabathia, $3,900. Wilkerson switch hit, and I mentioned him a lot, and he just continues to come through. I don't think many people play him because whenever I played him, his ownership slow. He went deep yesterday. Uh, he's more GPP than cash, but $3,900 is some savings. It's weird. He's got the DH next to him. Not first base, not other positions, DH. And he's been like second base outfield for a while, so I don't know what DraftKings is doing tonight. It's hard to pay for Wilkerson at first base with these other options there, but he's 3900 if you so choose. Renato Nunez does love facing a lefty. He's 3800 bucks for CC. Uh, Justin Smoke versus Porcello at 38. If you think Porcello struggles, Smoke is in play. Marwin Gonzalez still too cheap. First base outfit eligible, 3700 bucks. He was batting third last night. I was stoked on that. Mentioned it in the chats. 25 points as he went deep. He's got 10 or more in three straight. He's got seven or more in his last 10. He has been outstanding at 3700 bucks. He's a cash game staple. At first base or the outfield with tremendous GPP upside. Like, just find a way to put Marwin in your lineups for value. Pretty much is where you go right now. It's too too easy. Kendris Morales for Stan Strigley at 35 as a punt is worth a look. Nico Goodrum at 35, hopefully leading off again. First base outfield versus Urania is in play as well. Then other than that, uh, check some lineups. See what punts are available. Second base. Ronnie Rodriguez. Oh, that's not the highest one. Thank God. Glaber Torres, fifty-three hundred bucks. Definitely worth a look for Straley. Don't hate that. Michael Chavis, GPP only. Uh, DJ LeMahieu though did it again, folks. Second base, third base at forty-seven. I wrote about him in the batter breakdown. I mentioned him here as well. He is a great cash game play right now with GPP upside. Another thirteen points last night. Ten or more in three straight games. He's just hitting the ball really, really well. Three twenty-five on the season. That's like he doesn't have the big boom. He can once in a while, but cash game wise or parts of Yankee stacks, he's a really good play at 4,700. Second base and third base eligibility with DJ LeMayhew. Sliding on down some more. Aletimus Diaz, first base, second base at 45. I'd rather him at second than first. We love Aletimus versus second or versus left handed pitchers. But tonight you get uh, Nova. You get Nova, who is just dreadful. Again, um, the Astros, a 6.1 team total. Lefty's 374. Righty's 372. Nova has like a, I uh, got it right here. He's got like a almost an 11 ERA, I think, over the last few starts. He is horrible. Horrible right now. So let him as Diaz at 45 could be a way to be different. Yuli Gurriel as well, who went deep yesterday at first base. Those are ways to be different in your builds versus Yvonne Nova if you want to get that high total of Houston. A few others to take a peek at here. You got the likes of maybe a Johnny VR switch hit versus uh, Sabathia. Cesar Hernandez, not so much. But like Tony Kemp, another piece of Houston. He's second base outfield at 4K. He's been playing pretty much every day for the Astros. Been hitting towards the back of that order. He had nine more points last night. Uh, not a must play, more of a stack play or a value play to get a piece of that high total. Sliding on down, David Boat. Second base, third base at 3900 bucks for the Cubs. Could be an interesting play, especially a part of a stack. Not, not so much a one-off, but a stack versus Irvin. Uh, Adam Frazier, if he's leading off, versus Gray as a value at 38. And then Hanser Robles, or not Hanser Robles, I'm an idiot. 
Answer Alberto of the Baltimore Orioles. He leads off for lefties usually. Not always, but usually. If he's got a good spot in this order, I don't mind him. 3600 bucks for CC. He's second base, third base eligible. Uh, the last two games, 12 points and 36 points. Uh, ride the hot wave while you can. He gets you some value against CC and the Yanks. So I'm not uh, opposed to that one. Then other than that, maybe Luis Rengifo at 3400 with uh, and Simmons going on the IL. Rengifo's a switch hitter. 3400 bucks, good contact, speed type guy as a value play. Third base, you got Bregman at 55 against Nova. That's a great play. The Astros are so tilting, especially Bregman. He had the bases loaded twice, didn't come through. They had so many options late there that they could just broke the slate. And for once, they didn't come through. Very interesting. But Bregman at 55, Chris Bryant at 54, one of the hottest hitters in baseball against Irvin and that wind blowing out. That is a very, very nice look there for Christopher Bryant. Uh, Michael Chavis, not bad. Rafael Devers, he was my GPP third baseman of the batter breakdown. He went deep last night. He's 4900 bucks. I keep telling you, his stat cast numbers are jumping off the page. It's just a matter of time for the power showed up. It's there right now. He's got 19 and 31 in his last two. Facing Aaron Sanchez is in play at 49. Uh, Gio Urshela, maybe at 43. I don't hate it as a cheaper option for you there. Austin Riley at 42 versus Samarge is in play. Miguel Sano at 41 as well. Maybe more so part of a stack, but he's there. Uh, mentioned David Bowe at 3900 as a punt, Scott Kingery at 39 can be there. But Yuli Gurriel, first base, third base, and only 3900 bucks versus Ivan Nova. That's a very, very nice value on this slate. So you got some value as usual. Hanser Alberto mentioned him at 3600 A couple guys you can go take a look at. Yohan Camargo at 36 I'd probably go Alberto, to be honest with you. Uh, better ballpark uh, in that matchup there. But that's where I'm looking at the hot corner. Shortstop, you got Glaber Torres again at 53 We like that quite a bit. Carlos Correa at 52 is a great play as well. Xander Bogarts at 49 is in play. Jorge Polanco, 4700 bucks keeps getting overlooked. Had another nice game last night. I know he doubled at one point. He came home with 18 DraftKings points. He's averaging 10 in his last 10 games. So Jorge Polanco at 47 in play. You can look at Gene Segura versus Hamels in a GPP. You mentioned Johnny VR already. I'd still try to get up to Polanco or someone higher at that point if you can. But if you want to get different, Sean or Scott Kingery at 39, maybe a Freddie Galvis at 39 for some savings. Uh, Corey Seager versus Stanek and Chirinos at 37 for some savings are options for you as well. And then you know, you'll hear Sean Rodriguez versus a lefty at 34. You can go there. Cole Hamels is good, but that is puntable if you so choose at the position. Heading to the outfield, George Springer's day-to-day. Keep an eye on that at 5,900. But uh, Bellinger versus the, the combo in Tampa. Mike Trout, I told you, he was in a smash spot against Pineda. He went deep. 5700 bucks for his Perez, not bad as well. You got the Rockies with Blackman against whatever's going on in Pittsburgh at 56. But Chris Bryant at 54, I like that a lot. Uh, Michael Brantley at 52 versus Noah is a really good spot there. Brantley had a good night last night. He had uh, an RBI double and a couple other. He only got nine points. That's right, because he choked with the bases loaded another time. But he, he came through at least once for you. But Ronald Acuna Jr. at 5200 bucks for Samarja. He had 15 more points last night. He's averaging 13.5 his last 10. I don't, I'm running out of things to say about Ronald Acuna Jr. But, uh, yeah, crushing baseballs. He has 12 or more in five of his last six. The dude is just doing it at 5200 bucks. You got Trey Boo Boo at 51 like that, as we talked about earlier. Um, Brett Gardner at 48. Stackable. I'll say stackables. Aaron Hicks, 47. More GPP and cash viability. Uh, Ramel Tapia had the day off yesterday. Maybe he's back today. He's in a good spot there. 
Like Eddie Rosario at 4,600, really good spot there versus Matt Harvey. Rosario had a nice night last night. He had uh, 15 DraftKings points, two for five, two ribeyes, and a stolen base. So 46 for Rosario against the Dark Knight is in play. Uh, Benintendi at 44 versus Sanchez and Reddick at 44 versus Nova. Most really good looks there. I do like Albert Omora Jr. at 4,300 bucks. Hopefully he's leading off versus a lefty. Does hit lefties extremely well. So he can be a nice look for you there against Irvin to get a kind of cheaper piece of the Cubs because most of them are priced up for good reason tonight. Uh, Clint Frazier doubled on yesterday. He'll be popular today. It is a great spot there for Stan Straley, though, at 4,300. Uh, a few more to go through. David Dahl's intriguing, I'd say. Austin Riley at 42. Talked about him already. But Juan Soto at 41. And GPP versus DeGrom. Soto's heating up. Mentioned it yesterday. He went deep. This is GPP only because it is Jacob DeGrom. But if DeGrom is broken right now, Juan Soto at 41 is outstanding. Max Kepler at 41, leading off versus Matt Harvey. That's outstanding as well. Uh, Kepler had a good game last night. 14 DraftKings points. He has 14, 8, 11, 12, and 18 in his last five. So Kepler swinging a good stick at 4,100. A really good spot there versus Matt Harvey. Like that quite a bit. Nick Markakis at 41 is definitely cash viable against Samarja. Um, Andrew McCutcheon, 4K versus Hambles and a GPP. Don't mind that at all. Mentioned Tony Kemp at 4K already. Uh little farther down, like a Tommy Pham, GPP only at 38. He's cooled down quite a bit. Rich Hill's respectable, but in the GPP, I could see Pham at 38 being interesting. Melky Cabrera is an interesting $3,800 play, but what I like is Brian Reynolds. He's batting third last night. Left-handed, switch, he's a switch hitter, basically. 9, 12, 18, 19 in his last four. He's 3800 bucks. some very nice savings. I talked about him when he got called up. Good average guy, a little bit of pop. He's playing really well in Pittsburgh right now. And they moved him up the order. They moved him up when Gregory Polanco got scratched. So keep that in mind. But still, 3800 bucks for Reynolds is a good value against John Gray, who's struggled tremendously this season. Again, you have Marwin Gonzalez, $3,700. We like that quite a bit. Um, a really good price tag there. Johan Camargo at thirty six. If you need a punt, you can look that direction. Other than that, check your line. Nico Goodrum, thirty five. I don't mind that at all. Uh, if Mac Williamson cracks the lineup versus the lefty Freed, he's 35. If you want to go that direction, you can. But other than that, check the lineups, see what pops up for you. All right, recapping your pitching up top, Garrett Cole, Rich Hill, Jacob DeGrom. In the middle, Max Freed, Rick Porcello, Martin Perez. Down below, Jose Yarena. You're going to stack the Cubs versus Cole Irving with that wind blowing out the left or in uh, Wrigley. Very good look for you there. The Phillies could be contrarian, especially the right side of the play versus Cole Hamels is right here at 331, but keep an eye on that. The Astros versus Ivan Nova is outstanding. Get the Astros wherever you can. That is a great play. That's Captain Obvious type stuff. The Yankees are standing straight though, right behind them. Not bad at all. Boston's always worth the look there versus Aaron Sanchez, but I love Minnesota versus Matt Harvey. That's one of my favorite stacks again. Late night hammer time versus Matt Harvey. Lefties 434, righties 321. Uh, if you think Porcello's going to struggle, Toronto's in- intriguing. I think it'll be a little more popular after last night, but keep an eye on that one. That could be interesting. Some right-handed bats for CC could be interesting. And then other than that, kind of one-offs here and there. But for me, it's pretty much Minnesota, it's Chicago, it's Houston, it's New York. Those are the main four for me. I really like Minnesota because I think Chicago, New York, and Houston might take a lot of that ownership away. We'll see based on prices and whatnot. But uh, Minnesota, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, let's go to the BVP on this 10-gamer for you here. Hopefully we have some good ones. Uh, Chris Davis has taken CC deep twice, hit 216, as you'd expect. He's taken him deep twice. 
Kendrick Morales, two home runs off Dan Straley. Clint Frazier and Gary Sanchez have both taken him deep. Justin Smoke, 12 for 40, three doubles, five home runs off Rick Porcello. Someone you could say Smoke likes him some Ricky Porcello. The, the Red Sox like Aaron Sanchez. They're only hitting 239, but they have a 316 Woba. Jackie Bradley, Benintendi, JD, Mookie, Xander have all taken him deep. All taken him deep. So keep that in mind. Not much on Scherzer. Cano's got two homers. Nimmo's got one. Nimmo's going to get checked because he's hurt. As a team, the Mets are hitting a buck 53 off of him. Keep that in mind. Trey Turner, 9 for 28, a double and a homer. That's a 321 average with Jacob DeGrom. That's interesting. I'll say that. Paul DeYoung, we don't get that game. Not on our slate. Andrew McCutcheon, 8 for 27 with a double and a homer. It's a 296 average versus Cole Hamels. Josh Reddick, 5 for 16, two doubles, two homers off Nova. If he's leading off again, that's very nice. James McCann, 4 for 10, two doubles and a homer off Garrett Cole. That's interesting. I don't know if it's relevant, but it's interesting. Albert Pujols, 10 for 27 with a home run. That's 370 average versus Martin Perez. Um, other than that, Matt Joyce has taken Samarja deep. Marquez is 4 for 12, but nothing too crazy there. I wanted to mention the sheets real quick that Mike Tuck's working on. If you're looking at the top projected points pitchers on the sheet, and again, we're still kind of figuring it all out, but they've been pretty good overall. You got Scherzer at 29.76 points, Garrett Cole at 29, Martin Perez at 23, Rick Porcello at 20, and Jacob DeGrom at 20. For the top values at the pitcher's position, uh, you have Max Scherzer 1, Martin Perez 2, Rick Porcello 3, Jose Urania 4, Garrett Cole 5. Something to look at there. We're looking at the hitters. On the slate, you're t- uh, you have five guys projected at over 10 DraftKings points. Ronald Acuna, over 12 points. Gleyber Torres, Gary Sanchez, over 11. Marvin Gonzalez, CJ Crone, over 10. Much more there as well. When you look at the top projected value on tonight's slate, Danny Jansen actually comes out at $2,700 on DK. Nice value, projected at almost eight DraftKings points. Marvin Gonzalez, the second best value. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Rowdy Telez, Luis Arez, I forgot to mention him. He's 3300 bucks from Minnesota, playing second base. Hit his first career homer yesterday. He's, he's playing really well. He's projected for over eight DraftKings points, so that's a really good value there. This is why I like these sheets, guys. Brian Reynolds is, is fifth on this list uh, at a projected almost 9.5 points. He's 3800 bucks. Then you got Ronald Acuna Jr. There's a lot of twins with high projected values on this. So that's why I like this sheet. It's not the NLB all. It's still coming together, but it's very, very useful to kind of point out things you're looking for. So great job by Mike Tuck and Robert Riggs in the SD Slack chat. Like I mentioned, they have other stuff going on. We have guys doing soccer, a lot of really cool NASCAR stuff coming around, and all the other sports. There's guys DJing on golf, on UFC. We have it all over there at Fantasy DJs, FantasySportsDJs.com, the Fantasy DJs Slack chat. So come join us there. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, hit me up. And go check out the QuantEdge.com, promo code Bubba for whatever you need there. Great stuff coming there. Lots of great stuff. This is year one of baseball, working out all the kinks. Lots of good stuff to come there. Really good stuff. Um, but this was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Give it a rating and review on iTunes. I'd much appreciate it. But this was your Wednesday, May 22nd edition. I'm out.